This is a Fate 52 production, All Rights Reserved 2023. Hi, welcome to So Basic with a Little Extra. If we haven't met yet or you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Anna Zugeri. And my mission for this podcast is to share a basic story to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. Welcome to episode 64. This month, I am sharing my so basic stories regarding the workplace and how there are many aspects to apply that little word, voda. If you missed the last episode, I strongly encourage you to check it out. So... I recently learned, or I should say, that my mind was refreshed of an important part of history, but I may or may not have skipped school that day. (laughs) So that's another basic story for me to tell you about in another episode, which I should title, By His Grace, I Am Here. Seriously. (laughs) Okay, back to basics. So as I mentioned before, I forgot about this little chunk of history, but through a Bible study I am doing right now, I was reminded of this. And because you might have also forgot about it, here is my so basic refresher. Alexander the Great. Talk about being extra. It so happens that this guy was so great for his conquerors. He was able to take over the Eastern Mediterranean, Egypt, Middle East, and Asia in a remarkably short period of time. The thing is that his conquering power was more of a cultural power than a sore power. He brought a bunch of new ideas and trends to influence what he thought were basic cultures. He was so extra that we are even mentioning him right now. His influence is called Hellenistic culture. His Greek influence took over Rome, adopting his trends at some point in 31 before Christ. So it is safe to say that Jesus was born in a time when Jewish culture was being affected by the Hellenistic culture. Not only in that language, but with art and ways of thinking and food, etc. The Jews were trying um, by all means to preserve their culture as in the beginning, while the new influencers were trying to make changes. And who likes change, right? I am not saying all was bad. Because beyond the impact in scripture with the Greek language and formal culture, I am a firm admirer of the sculptures and painting and epic poems and, of course, the food. But Alexander went a little too extra by bringing all of those Greek gods and goddesses, creating doubt and all kinds of problems to God's people. I firmly believe that when you take God out of the equation, Culture is dumbed down. Let's pause for a sec, because here's something extra. You see what I did there? (laughs) I said not all of it was bad. Ouch, I got convicted. 1 John 2.15, Colossians 3.2, James 4.4. It tells us a little bit about this is how the enemy works. I love to use this analogy because it paints a clear 
picture of those verses. When you go to the beach and you set your towel, your umbrella, and all your nice setup, and you get in the water right in front of your stuff, you start playing in the water, take your eyes away from your stuff just for a minute. And then when you look back up, boom, you are a few feet away from your stuff. How? You didn't even move. Oh, goodness. The undercurrent. You don't even notice, but it moves you. Doesn't that sound like culture? So why am I sharing my this basic information? Because this month we're exploring the word avoda. And, um, you know, the Hebrew word that means to live a seamless life between work, worship, and service. Last week, we talked about how can we be bold with our faith in the workplace and not going all Christian ninja and our co-workers, but demonstrating our faith through our behavior. So my basic story today is based on Avoda again. But this time, I came up with this basic question. How much do you think culture influences work ethic? We got a little poll going on. So if you're listening through Spotify, you can participate on the poll. If your favorite listening platform is some other, just hop up on my Facebook page, Faith52, and leave your answer there. You see, in my opinion, and based on my teensy piece of history we were just reminded of, I think, yes, culture has a lot to do with work ethics. I think it's a lot because um, I feel that we are repeating history. I think myself as the Jews wanting in trying to preserve, I can't say that word, preserve the culture, especially as I become closer to become a grandma. My husband and I have very strong holes on our values And just like the Pharisees, sometimes we find ourselves in a battle against the outside influencers, you know, the Alexanders of our times, like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, and many others that are bringing radical changes to our culture. And I don't mean to be extra, but as I mentioned before, these new influences, while they are called intelligent, Without God, they are pretty dumbed down. Have you seen that reel where the teenager is asked for his social and he responds, Instagram? (laughs) Oh my goodness, he had no idea what social security number was. Uh, But wait, I have an extra laugh. So a few days ago, I am trying to light up one of those smelly candles because we were about to have company. And it's hard to believe, but in this house, there's only one lighter that mainly my husband uses to light up the outdoor grill. So I am going crazy looking for it. As I ask my husband and my daughter, and no one knows where the lighter is, I'm like, I'm not spending time looking for the lighter. So I went to um, my pantry, got a toothpick, go to the stove. You know, I have a gas stove and lit up the toothpick to light up the candle. A few minutes later, my daughter comes downstairs and asks if I found the lighter because, you know, the candle is lit. I said no. And with this super surprised face, she asked, how did you light up the candle? I explained her. 
And she was so shocked. <laughs> how did you know how to do that? She asked. And I said, girl, this is how we used to do it back in the day or with a piece of paper. And she was like, what? There were no lighters? And I was like, no, unless you were a smoker. Uh, we use matches. Boom, right there. <laughs> and it's just so funny because it doesn't seem like it was so long ago. So here's the thing. I have been playing with ChatGPT and a few other AI applications. So fun and super helpful. But as I learn more about the capabilities of these apps, I can see how some people can use this in a wild and perverse way. As of now, the biggest danger I see is to compromise our ethics. How much of AI are you going to use when it comes to do your job or your homework? And just like the influence of culture Alexander brought to the church back then, AI is coming into the churches now. Did you know that, yes, there is a church that did not have a pastor on, on a Sunday and the whole church service was created on a screen with an avatar and delivered a really good sermon written by AI? Yeah, isn't that a little extra? So how can we solve that problem? Jesus, if you ask me. Jesus is the answer for everything. We can let culture drift us away from the truth. Most importantly, we need to bring the basics back by sharing our basic stories with our kids. Bible stories, not just our personal ones, but, you know, the ones where we have seen Jesus present in our lives. Trust the scriptures to be the core of your ethical and moral values. Work for the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Colossians 3.23 My basic thought is that culture is a big part of who we are. I love my Mexican heritage and I am very proud of it. I believe of some strong values I hold on to are because of the tenacity of my mother and grandmothers to preserve some of them especially when it comes to food, family, and work. I learned to be a hardworking person because of them. They did the best they could teaching me to obey Jesus. But it wasn't until I got into study the Bible that I learned not only to obey him, but to love him and tell everyone about him. Here's a little extra. I had a wonderful conversation last week with Kennedy Castillo. She is the founder of Simply Kennedy Podcast Network. She also has a podcast named Culture Conversations. I invited her to share her opinion on this topic. Does culture impact your work ethic? It was great. Here's a teensy bitsy of our conversation. I want to introduce you an amazing friend, which I think the Lord is also going to bless this connection in this new friendship. And um, I don't want to talk about her. I'm going to let her tell us her superpowers. So without any further ado, here's my new friend, Kennedy Castillo. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. 
Hi, hi. Hey, so I am Kennedy Castillo. I am the founder and owner of Simply Podcast Network, which is a podcast network that I founded really to just be able to help anybody who wants to have a voice, have a platform to share their message, share their story, share what they want with the world. I'm also, um, I recently graduated from college with a degree in communications. I do a little bit of content creation and all sorts of things as well. Thank you so much for that is a big superpower. So Kennedy, you and I got connected in in a in a Facebook group and I was taken away because you also have a podcast and I love it and you talk a lot about the culture, the Mexican culture I want to say, but it's more abroad on the Latin culture. Can you tell us a little bit about your podcast and what what is that about? Yes. So about a year ago, actually, um, for Hispanic and Latino Heritage Month, I wanted to start a podcast just and this is what I love doing is podcasting. And I really wanted to start something where our community, our culture could tell their stories, could share a little bit about the Latino Hispanic experience. And so I bring guests on and each time we have a different topic, I'm going to have you on as a guest, just so many different aspects of the culture. No, it's nothing very specific. Each guest, it really depends who they are, what we talk about, but it's always. So actually in your podcast, I learn the difference between a Latin person and a Hispanic person. I had never thought about that and never, you know, explore what, what does that mean? Do you remember about that? Yes, yes. So it's a big a question a lot of people have. Some people think the words are interchangeable. And of course, I mean, it's nothing to be upset about if someone uses it wrong or anything. But Hispanic is anybody who comes from a Spanish speaking country. So that can include Spain. Spain is not part of Latin America, but it, that encapsulates Hispanic. Right. And then when we talk about Latino, that has to be a Latin American country. And for the most part, these do kind of intersect. Um, I guess like the example of Spain is just Hispanic, not Latino, whereas like Brazil, they speak Portuguese, so they would be Latino, but they're not necessarily Hispanic. That is enlightening, right? And, you know, we both live in Texas, so yeah. we are very close to the Hispanic culture because we're by the border. And I, I think you are, you know, your background or uh, your parents, grandparents, I don't know what generation are you on the Hispanic side? Are they Mexican? Yeah, uh, well, I'm Mexican American, but actually, believe it or not, I'm sixth generation Texan. So what? we've been here a long time. Um, I think basically the part of Texas where I live used to be Mexico. Uh -huh. And I think we just kind of stayed here once that <laughs> part was taken over by the U.S. You fluent in Spanish? Yes, what? completely. Yes. Aprendí español cuando aprendí a hablar inglés. So people always ask me, what's your first language? And I always say, I don't know. It's English and Spanish. Both. I learned them at the same time. Wow, that is beautiful because if you would. So I totally appreciate that you are bilingual, fully bilingual because it's a gift, right? Yes, I, I'm a big, deep importance behind it. And I think, you know, it's okay to celebrate, but... Just know why you're celebrating. Does culture impact the way that you work? I will tell you, first of all, I'm so lucky that I have not really experienced that, like, feeling different or anything like that. Just because the area where I live, it's 
predominantly, I think I was reading a statistic that this area is 97% Hispanic and Latino. So pretty much everybody here is Hispanic and Latino. But with that being said, I think it's just ingrained in us as Latinos that we have to have a strong work ethic. And I think a lot of that comes from being, you know, maybe children of immigrants or being immigrants ourselves or just that kind of mindset that we're taught from a young age is that you have a strong work ethic. And I think that's definitely shows in a workplace. I think I don't want to make a not being biased, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. And I think that our influence in the workplace with that culture is not only about uh, hardworking, but also about being fun. Yes. You know, and um, I was talking to, actually, I think it was my, yeah, it was my therapist the other day because she's like, Anna, we're, we're about to start talking about something really hard and you're making jokes about it and you're laughing. And why is that? You need to show some empathy and it, it's, we're working on that, right? But I'm like, I need you to understand that I was born and raised in Mexico, and that's what we do. I mean, you have an earthquake, and five minutes later, we're making fun of it. That is so, so true. And I think even, I mean, just speaking about like therapy and mental health for a second, it's like there's a little bit of a stigma around it in our culture. So I think one way that we kind of try to get over that stigma is just with humor and making light of it. And obviously it's important, but that's just what our people do. We have fun and we make light of situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that what I try to explain her, it's a, it's a cope mechanism that, and it's a cultural thing. You can't break that one. Let me bring back again to the workplace. So we are hard workers. We bring a lot of humor what about the religion part? Uh, how do you think, does that have influence in the workplace, being religious in the cultural setting of? Yeah, I would say it definitely does. I think, first of all, I think, and again, I never want to like overgeneralize or stereotype, but I would say based on my experiences that a lot of our culture, a lot of our community is people of faith, whether, I mean, whatever that faith be, I personally am Catholic. And I think just the same way, like when you're taught, you know, maybe by parents or whatever, as a or teachers, as a kid, like you need to be hardworking. I think the majority of um, religions teach that same thing is be hardworking. And I think when you have something to believe in, for me, obviously, that's God. When you believe in God, you just have that strength to keep going. And even when maybe the workplace situations can get tough, you just, you know, God is there, I can pray, I can do whatever's necessary, and just push through, and especially in the workplace, but really in life in general. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it just came to mind also, um, that using your religion in the workplace, it's a kind of motivator to use the your values and being ethical with the work that you're doing, right? Because yes. and I grew up Catholic as well. So I remember, you know, my my abuelita, my grandma, you know, like, oh, si te robas algo, God is watching you. 
<laughs> and even just like the, you know, sometimes you're like, ay, Diosito, get me through this day. And even just something like that, just is that motivation in the workplace or in anything to just keep going. Just, you know, when it gets that's tough, true. you're like, we can do this. Yes, that's true. So true. Is there anything else that you want to share with us that we should consider when we are in a multicultural environment? Or, or what do you see happening with different cultures and especially in the Mexican or the Hispanic culture in the workplace? I would, I would definitely say just, you know, obviously we're talking about the workplace, but in general, it's so important that we be willing to learn about other cultures, that we not just be so stuck in our own culture. It's important also, you know, to spread our culture to others and also be willing to tell them, hey, this is you know, something we do in my culture, and just being able to share with others and be understanding. And I think that's so important, because I think people are so set in their ways. And, you know, that's kind of why I started my podcast is to be able to share a little bit of the Latino Hispanic experience with people who aren't necessarily mm -hmm. Latino or Hispanic. And I think the same thing goes, we need to be willing to listen to others and their points of view and just understand them and I think in a workplace you know when you're working with so many different people there's different backgrounds different cultures and it's important just to listen to others and I think when you do that and when you educate others but at the same time you're open to being educated it really opens up a teamwork wasn't that good check out the whole conversation on my youtube channel Anna Zugeri Bay 52 and leave your comments there leave your answers what do you think I would love to hear your opinion And to learn more about Kennedy, check out her website and uh, her Facebook page. Put the links in the show notes. And um, I just hope that this basic story has blessed you. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week. I hope you got some good takeaways from my So Basic story. Make sure you subscribe. And hey, if you like this episode, please do me an extra favor, share it with a friend or two. And I will also appreciate your support by leaving a review in any of the platforms that this podcast is being housed. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That is a wrap of this episode of So Basic with a Little Extra. My name is Anna Zugeri. And if I can serve you in any way, send me a message, reach out on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Reach out through my website, faith52.com. And if you need some coaching or training on how to start your own podcast, video, live stream, or content creation to glorify the Lord with your gifts and talents, I will be honored to help you. God bless you and stay tuned for another episode next week.